1: upper marion now oh, jesus christ upper marion emt test po- presumptive positive for coronavirus oh, fuck. Well, here i am like an idiot going back to the city today fucking moron put my life in my hands no problem it's not like we're in a fucking pandemic or anything just insane, like when do they shut the city down? When do they decide they're gonna shut everything down? When does that happen? How soon? Because this is only getting worse. This is just fucking ridiculous. So happy we have someone like fucking Trump in office. I'm a, of a dumbass. crazy. I'm going to Wawa to get a drink and I'm having anxiety about going to Wawa. Like, I'm not sure I've ever had anxiety before about going to Wawa, but I do. And it's gloomy as fuck today too. Like, that's the other thing. It's just like, <laughs> it's raining, it's gloomy, it's dark. Um, I'm afraid to touch anything. Like, it's, it's really quite, quite awful. Um... I've washed my hands so much, to the point my the knuckles are raw on the top of my hand, and I'm trying to stay on top of it, but the city is just so gross that it just feels like it's, it's almost impossible. It's an impossible feat. But I'm about to risk my life at Wawa for a bottle of water I mean look, I know I'm being hyperbolic, like I know I'm being like a little extreme, but it is also now a global pandemic, so it's it's kind of insane, right? Like this has never never happened before, at least in, in modern times. You know, excluding the Spanish flu. Something like this has never happened before. And um, So glad we get to live through it right now. 2020 has legitimately been the drizzling shits, and I cannot stress that enough. Well, see how this goes.
2: Night one of the Montco lockdown, and I had the horrifying realization that the state liquor store is probably not considered. A non-essential business Or an essential business It's probably considered (sighs) non-essential
3: So I've stopped myself about 20 times today From touching my face Um, Noticed about Another 20 times That I was touching my face when I was doing it So That's not really working Luckily I'm not around anybody right now Sitting in my truck no real contact people, so happy about that. Um, kind of concerned about shit. Looking into buying a shotgun, so when shit goes insane, I can uh, be insane with it. So I guess, I don't know what the fuck it's going to do. It's actually caught my nerves looking at guns. I don't know why. I, I honestly don't. I noticed that. I was very nervous earlier, and then I started researching what gun I would want, and like, price and size and uh, shit like that, and how uh, reliable they are. And a uh, Mossberg Maverick. That's what I'm looking at. Probably actually going to buy it. Maybe next weekend. There's not many places around here that have one. I mean, I'm in Harrisburg and I'm looking for back home. But, uh... Yeah, I always thought you could just, like, walk into a store and buy a shotgun. No, it's the one that you want. Uh, they kind of store it in a warehouse. They send it. And I was told that you should buy your ammunition first because if they know you have a, a, a firearm, they won't sell you uh, ammunition or something, which I think is just insane. Why else would I buy ammunition if I don't have a firearm? But whatever. Um, that's another dumb thing in America. Two <sighs> percent minimum. So. It's weird. Um, two percent of the people that you know won't survive to see a vaccine. I have roughly 50 people in my family, aunts, uncles, relatives. So that means at least one person is going to die from this in my family. So there's that.
4: Yeah. Yeah.
3: called my boss too and told her that I'm going to be working from home when uh, I don't need to come in because in all honesty, come on now, like be real. Don't, I'm not doing that. If you you have a problem with me working from home, then I have a problem working there. Like this is, it's, it's not a, it's not a normal day in the fucking neighborhood. All right. Like I understand if this shit wasn't going on, Hey, I'm going to work from home. Uh, I kind of need you to be in the office. Yeah, okay, that's fine. Hey, I'm going to work from home. Uh, I need you to be in the office. People are getting sick for no fucking, like, no good reason. Like, people are being stupid. And I'm not so concerned for myself, because if I get sick, I'm a little obese, sure. That's a bit of a concern, sure. But, I mean, I, I've... Pretty good confidence that I'll be fine. Everyone I live with, not so much, so there's that. Yeah, okay, that's enough.
1: So it's 8.47 on March 13th. I'm at 22nd and Market in Philadelphia right now, heading to my office, and it's quiet in the city today. Like, even for Friday standards, it's quiet. There wasn't anybody on the train today. Paoli is usually a stop that's packed. There was nobody on the train. So, it's weird. It It feels like everybody knows something that's coming, and it's just not here yet. It feels very much like a horror movie. It's unusual, unsettling, I think is the best way to describe it. Just curious as to when my company will pull the trigger and let us work from home. I don't know when that's gonna happen, but hopefully I stay the fuck away from this. That's all I can do right now at this point is just hope that I can stay away from this.
5: We'll see.
2: So my normal Friday night board game group just tried a video chat option because already one of our members is feeling massively depressed about having to isolate in her room at home because she lives with her uh, mother and stepfather. Her stepfather is diabetic and she doesn't want to, you know, she's just isolating. And uh, so we did video call and they got about seven of us on there and it was okay. So, you know, should this become a quarantine situation, we have uh, maybe an option for some socialization. For all the lady listeners to this podcast, I just had a silver lining realization that I will not have to wear a bra to work all next week. Gotta, you know... Think about the small things.
3: So I'm just taking one of my walks, inspection walks for work. Looking for this mud that's not supposed to be coming up from the ground. And it isn't, so that's cool. But whatever, sidetrack. And walking through the woods, this field right now. But there's this really nice little stream that comes through. you got to walk over this sandbag and pallet bridge that's fucking, just, hinky as all hell, but, I mean, just looking down into the water, it it is, like, crystal clear, it is, like, a beautiful little scene, there's fallen logs, there's, like, some pond scum or whatever, some plants growing out, human beings suck, that's all, maybe we fucking deserve this shit, I don't know, like, a person-to-person level, nah, we don't, but, like, definitely on, like, a evolutionary societal standpoint like we squandered so much shit even the ones trying to be good about things like like I, right now there's just way too much power literally in my hand as I'm talking to my phone I'm standing in the, in the middle of a fucking field with three highways on the side of me surrounded by trees I'm talking into a piece of plastic and metal it's gonna be uploaded into outer fucking space and then transmitted back down to my friends that's way too much power I am not surprised something is putting us in fucking check. That's all. So, on Foundation Radio, we can't really have a conversation, but I'll respond to Ruth's uh, no bra week. Um, you know, I was actually thinking about that, too. Not about your bra, Ruth. That'd be weird. Um, not that... It, anyway. Uh, all next week, you know... I don't have to wear pants. I was I was actually thinking that along the same lines earlier today and that sounds it actually sounds kinda nice.
1: Yeah. No pants. Yeah, while well, while the rest of you assholes get to sit around with no pants and no bras on all day, I still have to go to the city and get on the train like a fucking idiot and go to work. So maybe I just shouldn't wear pants on the train. <laughs> That might be a good idea. Do you think people will stay away from me then? Do you think they will? I I don't want people to cough on me or be near me. Do many you know fucking people like still pick their nose and cough into their arm like they, they don't cough into their arms, they just like spew their fucking radioactive shit in out into the train into the circulating air that's in there? I'm literally putting my life in my own hands. Like the only thing that's not Complete, the only thing that doesn't make it completely Russian roulette Is the fact that I don't have a gun But I do have a gun And the gun is my is the train And the bullets are every cough that comes in Because you don't know Is it coronavirus or is it just like seasonal allerg- allergies Who the fuck knows <sighs> At least I have rum freezing in the cooler right now <sighs> Do we have Diet Coke? Do we have dye coat? No. Are you kidding me? I gotta go back to fucking Wawa? <sighs> Russian roulette starts
6: again. What have I been up to this entire time? Well, that's that's, uh, that's a loaded question. I've been working, busting my ass, uh, selling cable and cable products, uh, wires and stuff to the construction uh, service of America. It's been awesome. That's super cool. Uh, you know, been busting my, my, my butt and then on lunch breaks, I get to go into the break room and I get to turn on the TV and see this orange fucking moron sour haint of a fucking human being, a skid mark on the underpants of society, completely botched this thing and act like he fucking knows more than scientists. You know, it's funny, the people that fucking blow this dude's dick, you know, the people I live around in conquer Township, the Republicans, you know, they go, oh, oh, well, you know, he, he did this and you did, did. No, he fucked around with this for a fucking month before he fucking did anything. He made light and joke of it, like it was fucking nothing as we watch people fucking crumble and fall and fucking die and and, and he's doing and now all of a sudden, oh, he gives a shit. Now he's good. Like, oh, he's a fucking hero. Oh, you fucking hero, my ass. You know, a scientist gets up and says, you know, 3%, 4%. And he gets up right after him. Yeah, 1%. And then, and then somebody, every time somebody says something, like, you know, these people, they're scientists, they devoted their whole lives to this thing, you know, they get to, you know, they go up and they say something, and it's no, he's wrong. So they believe Trump instead of a fucking scientist, which is baffling to me. How these fucking people are still breathing is, un- is un- unbelievable. Um, and now I'm wondering if I still get to keep my job. Because construction slowed down. That actually Work is actually scared. This is a $40 billion business a year. And they're wondering if they're going to be able to keep me. Because I'm the newest guy, so I'm the first one that gets to leave. Which is really fucking great. Um, it, it, it's been an unbelievably trying time for, for everybody. Uh, I'm, I'm watching people just act fucking like maniacs. And I'm watching people... And I was in the restaurant business for 20 years. I'm watching every person that worked for me is calling me, seeing if I have any kind of work for them. Uh, I don't know what to do. I don't know who to help. I don't know how I can help. It's fucking terrible. And uh, it, it makes it even more salty. It's like my father's still in the restaurant business. He's out. He's done. He's been, he, have no, he has no work right now. But my mother, who's 74, has COPD and other lung infections, still has to go to her work at Marist Grove because, you know, she's super important. She's not a nurse, if you're wondering or anything like that, or health care, you know, official or anything like that. No, no, she, she literally works the desk. So when S- Mr. Robinson's toilet gets clogged up there from one of his wife's massive dumps, uh, that she gets the phone call, or they come down and yell at her, right up in her face. And then she calls somebody else to come and plunge the shitter. Um, but, you know, that's super important. So she has to go to work and risk her life, which is really fucking scary, man. Like ridiculously scary you know all the while you know wondering if i'm gonna keep get, get to keep my job and then we just bought her a, a, a uh, my girlfriend a car she's wondering if she's gonna get to keep her job now because she supplies construction equipment to the world It's just ridiculous so she's freaking out she's got a twenty thousand dollar car she just bought brand new and now we don't know if we're gonna be able to pay for it i might have to go back to hooking and you know my butt cheeks have been pretty smooth since those days, and I don't feel like getting pried open again like a can of fucking sardines. So uh, it's scary, dude. I I stopped by the grocery store on the way home. I watched people fighting over food and giant on two to two, and I went fuck this. And people were fighting over fucking peanut butter. I'm going the fucking target master. I'm going to grab me more ammo. And I have plenty of ammo, but you never can have too much. Is the way I think of it. You know, Boy Scout's always prepared. So I grabbed ammo. There's a line around the block. Took me forever to get in there. Actually, didn't. I actually got in pretty quick. Uh, Joe, uh, Joe, a buddy of mine, works there. He fucking was like, come on in, hook me up. But all I got was target rounds for my shotgun. So at least if I'm going to shoot clay pigeons, you know, I'll be fine. You know, but otherwise, it's been fucking super. I stocked up on booze three weeks ago. So this Irish boy is quite happy. But, man, it's it's... I don't know what to do. I'm just watching, you know, Civilization crumble, which really pisses me off because for 15 fucking years, I've been waiting for it to crumble because I know if shit hits the fan and it crumbles, I'll end up on top because I can fucking kill, hunt, butcher. I know how to live off of fucking land and I know how to fucking live in the woods with nothing. I am perfectly fucking fine. But now, all of a sudden, I want to... Start my life, ever change, you know. Start a life with somebody I'm very much in love with, and now you want to fucking let the civilization crumble? It's ridiculous. And then this dickhead might come out on top, of hero to people. Oh my god, it's fucking ridiculous. It's this is insane. This is insane. Uh, I don't even know where to begin where it should end with this rant this is fucking mind blowing uh, I, I'm looking forward to going to work tomorrow and hoping they don't tell me to turn the fuck around and go home cause then I'm gonna have to go back to doing bad things I don't wanna do anymore I mean fuck it it's ridiculous I might have to get in the moonshine business all the liquor stores are closed I mean I still have a still why not so I hope everybody else out there is doing fine I hope you get to keep your job and let's just all hope that this orange twat and all the dipshits around them get coronavirus and they die that's it i'm gonna go in and take a shit finish this whiskey i have in my hand and hope uh i have a great day tomorrow good luck everybody and stay safe wash your fucking hands wipe your fucking ass right you know come on it's not hard all right and stay fucking six feet away from each other
7: okay so we are on day one i guess it's Friday or Thursday. See, I don't even know anymore with everything going on with the coronavirus. It is Friday. It's Friday the 13th. Just my fucking luck, right? So, it has just been a complete fucking debacle, the way that this entire situation has been handled here in Philadelphia and just time leading up to it. It's just been awful. And for the past, I don't know, five hours, I've been stuck at home Not that I'm complaining that I'm stuck at home because I'm just exhausted after this week of following the coronavirus and making sure that at my place of employment that an old person doesn't get murdered, killed by goddamn disease. And through this entire thing, I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to make soup. So that's what I've been doing for five hours. I've been making matzo ball soup. I've been sending pictures to people to make them jealous because nobody's fucking out. Everybody's at home. Because they're all freaked out too much. My wife and I both made two separate grocery trips. And it's just been insane. People are freaking out and buying stupid... They're buying up cases of distilled water. Like their fucking taps are going to be just spilling out coronavirus. Listen, if taps are going to be spilling out corona, just make it the fucking beer. Get me through this goddamn misery. As people flipping the fuck out like I know that there's a fine line between caution and just being an insane asshole but apparently nobody knows what that fucking line is so at this rate as I collect my thoughts all I'm thinking is I'm just gonna try to enjoy what is left of my weekend I mean fucking hockey season is done and Of course this shit has to happen when the Flyers are doing so incredibly well. For the first fucking time in a decade, we've actually had a decent team. And guess what? They fucking just... Oh my god, it makes me so angry. Anyway, at this point, I just want to enjoy my soup once it's done. And I want to watch TV. And I want to go to bed. And I don't want to wake up until dinner time tomorrow because I feel that exhausted. Dealing with this entire thing and people being fucking stupid about trying to explain the coronavirus, whether it's their fucking racism towards Asians or just general lack of fucking knowledge. It's just it's too exhausting. It's way too exhausting. And my brain felt like jello yesterday. It still feels a little bit like jello mixed with some brains. But at this point I don't know. I don't know how I'm going to make this freaking night standable maybe with soup but who the hell knows uh yeah i'll check in with you guys later i'll be making a whole bunch of these as we are stuck in quarantine we're all doomed we're all going to die and uh i leave james all my stuff
2: covid 19 and my hands are so clean at this moment i'm social distancing <laughs> You know, something I'm really not looking forward to is that if all the remote working and the social distancing and all the measures shutting the schools down that they're taking right now in Pennsylvania, other places, if it works and we do reduce the number of cases and people in severe condition and don't flood the hospitals and everything because we did this, you just, you know that the hot takes are gonna start pouring in about how we all overreacted. Uh, But that's sort of the point of all this is that it's not going to be too bad if it works. And then it wouldn't have been an overreaction. But, you know, I'm bracing for that. And honestly, that's sort of the best case scenario, isn't it? We get people complaining that There was an overreaction because it wasn't that bad. Rather deal with that than it actually being terrible.
1: What a gorgeous day today. Sitting outside on the porch. James and Danny are rolling around out back here. Sylvie's up for a nap. Courtney is uh, doing cleaning things today. She's cleaning our porch. Or our, our, shed rather, uh, connected to the porch. I am enjoying these last couple of hours at home until I have to go back to this to work tomorrow. I've got to go to Balakinwood, but not Philly, so it's not the worst thing in the entire world. But just trying to see when, uh, still trying to figure out when they're going to pull the trigger, but. The situation just seems to keep getting worse and worse by the day. Italy had 368 deaths in one day, 24 hours. So that's comforting. There was a really cool episode of The Daily that they did today. Uh, The New York Times does a great show called The Daily, and they basically had an episode about Tom Hanks and how awesome he is. Like Tom Hanks, of all fucking people, and Rita Wilson. I still can't get over that. So, at least we have enough food. Courtney informed me that we only have six rolls of toilet paper, so it's quickly going to become the Hunger Games in this bitch. We're counting every square. Why didn't we buy toilet paper? What was the thought process there? Did we just forget? (laughs) We need like at least twenty packs of toilet paper. I mean, James uses like basketball-sized wads every time he goes. So, I'm not wipe. Wow, wiping our asses with paper towels. I hope we have enough hemorrhoid cream to get us through this p- this apocalypse. Regular towels the laundry. Regular towels. She wants me to wipe my ass with a regular towel. That's gonna have our white towels are just gonna have skid marks all over it. Diapers for babies, Cloth like diapers. <laughs> or Good. We just start wearing Sophie's diapers. Yeah, I'm sure we could fit into it. Just put padding in there and just shit. We have a shit bucket somewhere. We have enough paint cans out here. I'm sure we could find a shit bucket. We'll see. Oh, there's woods back here, too. I guess we could do that, right? We'll just air it out. Get the hose and just spray each other's butts. That's what we got to do to survive, right? I
8: like that wood.
1: There you go, you could use the railing Yeah, it's smart
2: Sarah's back, everybody She has more (laughs) context to add Which I think is important because Massachusetts has massively dropped the ball On their COVID-19 containment Mm -hmm. Which is why Sarah and my brother Mark fled to Pennsylvania So, (laughs) per Sarah, here's her experience Pre-remote working of what the public transit situation was Around Boston
8: Okay, so I live in Middlesex County, which is where 40, or, yeah, 44 of, so far, what I know of, of the 95% cases, and that's the cases that have been tested, and we all know, because I tried my darndest to get tested, and they wouldn't test me, that they're not testing everyone. So, it, a lot of people from Middlesex County have COVID virus, anyway, COVID-19, uh, so I take public transportation every day. So do a lot of the people who are at the Biogen conference, which is where most of the stuff came from. Um and that's pretty much my follow-up that <laughs> there's some context to my wanting
2: to be tested. That's all. Thank you. Also, just like many people I know in Massachusetts, including my friend Christina, shout out Christina, if you're listening. Uh are living in the greater Boston area and very disappointed in the governor's response in Massachusetts. So I don't blame my brother and sister-in-law for fleeing the area at all. And uh, also, to a certain extent, part of my goal was to get audio of their cats purring because they're all adorable. But while most of them are sitting being very cute loafs right now Mm -hmm. on the bed or other uh, furniture pieces, they're not purring, so I can't get an audio of how cute the cats are being, rest assured it is happening.
9: So I'm in my car, and it's Monday, the 16th of March. And I just told my boss that I'm not coming back to work. Um, My wife is about five weeks out from having our son in one of the most uncertain times of my life and i just have to try and keep a positive head about it um the last thing i want is to find out that i'm not able to be in the hospital or anywhere nearby because of the risk i might pose But having been out at work so I, i made the call to uh stay home and that's where i'm headed for who knows how long you know, if you told me a week ago this is where I'd be, I don't know if I'd have believed it. It's amazing what, I don't know if amazing is even the word I want to use. I keep saying the word unprecedented in my day to day, but you know, it's worrisome. It's another word that comes to mind, but we'll think positive. Stick with amazing. That. Less than six days later, so much unprecedented. There it is again, action has happened not just in this state, but in this country and across the world. I don't know what to make of it. I'm just thankful that for the moment that's not really affecting any of my immediate friends and family. I hope that that continues to be the case, but it's been couple of days, been doing a lot of that exhaling, put it that way. Hopefully I'll be able to uh, find a little bit of solace in being able to remain at home for my work day. I do have about a half hour between home and and work, so a little bit of comfort in knowing that I don't have to make quite the, uh, the journey and that most of uh, my friends and family are going to be staying around home as well. I don't really know what else to say for now, but Adam's wanted me to uh, <laughs> to give an update here for a little bit. So I just thought I'd share where my head's at. And I hope uh, your head's in a good place, too.
1: So they've officially moved WrestleMania to the Performance Center. And they're not doing it at Raymond James Stadium in Tampa Bay. Still doing it the same day, but it's not going to be in in Tampa Bay. Right now, Monday Night Raw is re-airing the Royal Rumble because there's three hours, and they're also broadcasting this out of the Performance Center. And I'm about to watch Drew McIntyre Claymore kick Brock Lesnar over the top rope and watch the crowd go fucking crazy again. But anybody who is complaining about the fact that, you know, SmackDown is different Or Raw being different. Or the fact that WrestleMania is going to take place in a different space this year. Like, just fuck off, man. Just fuck off. There's absolutely no reason to bitch and complain right now. Because this company is providing you entertainment during a fucking pandemic. They're literally providing you a bit of reprieve during an insanely unsettling time. Like, I feel like Paul Heyman's face right now. Go back and watch the Rumble from this year. It's really dope. It's right after Lesnar gets kicked over the top rope, kicked in the face by McIntyre, and Paul Heyman's just standing there with his mouth open in shock. Paul Heyman is exactly how I feel right now with these fucking people on Twitter complaining about wrestling. And the fact that SmackDown and NXT and Raw and all the live shows are canceled. I'm just glad I got to take the kids to Allentown to see them wrestle on the 7th. Jesus, that was only... That was two Saturdays ago. Actually, I think it was less than two weeks. It's crazy. I can't believe it was only... It was only that long ago. It's amazing how fast things change. Especially with this. But... Uh, people just need to relax and enjoy what, we, what we're what we getting and what we're receiving right now. It could be so much worse. In other news, I'm not shaving anymore. I've decided that I'm going to let the pandemic beard grow because what the fuck? What's the difference? Hopefully I get my ass out of bed at 4.15 tomorrow to work out. The gym is now closed for the foreseeable future. And, But I'm still going to work I'm still going to work, so that's fun Uh, I will have six phone calls Six conference calls between tomorrow and Wednesday For what reason, I don't know But we'll see how long it takes for them to shut us down Because San Francisco tonight just went into a 24-hour lockdown that's the West Coast, so it's only a matter of time before it comes to a city like Philadelphia, right? It's only going to get worse. So, we'll see. As soon as I get the uh, the update, I'm sure I'll record something again. But I, I'm curious to see where, where this goes, how long they're going to make us wait. But every day we wait, the more nervous I get. The more unsettled I get. So, that's all. Watch the rumble. Enjoy it.
7: All right, everybody. First off, it is around three on March 17th, Tuesday. Just want to begin by saying happy St. Patrick's Day, even though it's a little bit late by the time you will be listening. And uh, we are in the midst of uh, the quarantine social distancing situation during the average work day. It has been a day, not necessarily the best of days, but definitely not the worst of days. Well, one of the things that, uh, I've been doing way before social distancing is I have this little routine that I have going with my pets. See, I'm a big animal lover. I have two wonderful cats, uh, Jean-Antoinette Poisson, but we call her Renette, uh, and Mary Queen of Scots. Now, uh, to keep a long story short, both myself and my wife have separate cats and, uh, It is... Oh, there's my cuckoo clock. Love that cuckoo clock. Anyway, so uh, we have separate cats. And one of the things that kind of comes in handy (laughs) with this situation is she picked one cat, I picked the other upon adoption, and they gravitated towards the opposite people. Now, Mary is... Uh, The love of my life, the light of everything, I love her so much, and I had these little fun quirks, so I call her Bear. She's also one of the loudest cats I've ever met, and uh, I do this thing where, well, we're just going to capture it, where I sing, and the cat either responds or sings back. So, hi, Mary.
10: Hello, baby girl. Hi.
7: Hi. So, you ready for a song? This is one of my favorites.
10: I said boom boom boom, let me hear you say way oh. You're supposed to wait for your cue, baby girl. We'll try that again. I said boom boom boom, let me hear you say way oh. <coughs> A little late. We'll try it again. I said boom boom boom, let me hear you say way oh. <laughs> yeah. I said boom boom boom, let me hear you say way oh.
4: <laughs> no.
10: I said boom boom boom, let me hear you say way oh now she's not doing it
7: but i'll try and see if i can get it later as well uh adam use the best clip from this because uh this is just fun to do but
10: you have anything else to say
7: no she just at this point okay so while i'm waiting for mary to get ready to sing every once in a while when she eats and i pet her she makes hilarious noises so let's see if it works
10: No, you're supposed to eat. Oh, now you just want attention. I said boom, 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 and let me hear you say way-oh. Well, no, she's still not doing it. It's an art, <sighs> so we'll capture it. I said boom, 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 and let me hear you say way-oh. Well, <laughs> I said boom, 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 and let me hear you say way-oh. Well, no, she's not doing it. God damn it. Take, I don't even know how many. I said, boom, 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 and let me hear you say, well, I say boom, 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 and let me hear you
7: say, well, she just purring
10: you're the best,
7: we're going to keep trying and we'll get it, I said, boom, 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 and let me hear you say, "Meow." meow, finally got it. All right, now that I finally got the song that I like to do, uh, we will do special requests. My wife, Jane, has uh, suggested living on a prayer. So, oh,
10: we're halfway there, (coughs) living on a prayer. (laughs) Yeah, she a talkative little
7: cat. Good job, Mary. It's uh, one of the little quirks that we do here at Quinterfell. On quarantine, and even before quarantine, is just have songs with the cat.
10: Ain't that right? Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Tell everybody. Tell them your opinions.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh,
7: anyway, uh, peace out, Cub Scouts.
2: Checking in on the evening of Wednesday the 18th with my quarantine. That's quarantine. what we call ourselves. Quarantine! 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 This is the level we've reached together. Uh, this is my brother and Hello. my sister-in-law, Mark Hello. and Sarah. Woo!
0: What up? We are quarantine.
2: Quarantine! quarantine! We've, we've learned a lot of new card games. Yep. Uh, mostly just one. Egyptian rat screw is a big. I still a new one. one. It's a. Uh, we re, it's we relearned. Re, we relearned. We relearned Egyptian rat screw because Mark's uh, third graders. Love it, right? Well,
0: uh, they have yet to play it, but uh, there is another game called 45 that I have to introduce you to, which is extremely complicated and extremely stupid. and
2: Very popular with the third graders.
0: Uh, it's annoyingly popular.
2: Yeah, Mark teaches the third graders, and they are all out of school for the foreseeable future, so he is objecting their card games to all of us.
0: Well, here we go. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, so, so yeah. shout out elementary school teachers. Who have nothing to do right now and are teaching elementary school card games to their loved ones to their
8: contemporaries. Yep,
2: <laughs> we are learning them all.
8: Well, we've all always known, of course, Egyptian rat screw, but when we looked it up online to, in case we forgot any rules, we found out there were lots of different slap rules.
2: Yeah, apparently about. we should be physically hurting each other more than.
8: Yeah, is yeah is. There's we explained. I... I there used to say
0: there's a finger rule where the number of fingers down is important, and there have been a number of close calls tonight, but right have for been a, educated When it comes to who
8: wins the slap, but there are lots of rules about who slaps during what that were unknown to me. For example, I always thought you only slapped on doubles or triples or whatever. However, uh,
2: sandwich slaps sandwich slaps are important Yes. Yeah. for some other card for that's the slap
8: and now much hated by me yes, yeah, yeah. so anyway I can't get so on. here we are yeah.
0: love and life in the time of coronavirus and we are just playing card games and uh, getting along as best we can
2: Clearly, we're drinking a lot. You guys are
0: doing well That's as well. That's
2: a given, Sarah. Let's just allow that for us all in this moment mm-hmm. as a part of our experience here. Our
8: cats are knocking over our drinks.
2: Yeah, that also happened. We cleaned up the carpet. It's fine.
0: <laughs> Signing off now for coronavirus here. 2020. Gone off the
2: rails. Corona 2020.
0: Midnight. So it's been about a week. And, uh... I don't really know what to say. It's it's weird times right now, but this is going to pass. Just have to make smart choices, make tough choices, cancel on plans, and uh, stay safe. There's a lot of things to be thankful for that we can work from home, that we can get through this, and uh, we'll see where we get. Had to uh, go... A different way through the hospital to get over to uh, some baby appointments this week But nothing insurmountable And I just hope everybody decides to uh, understand that this is something we should all really be uh, concerned about And, you know, make smart, smart choices over the next couple of weeks And do everything that uh, everybody's asking so that we can all get back to life as we know it and we, we can do this, we can conquer this Even if it uh, comes at a, a toll for some people But um, I have all the confidence in the world that we'll be uh, we'll be talking about this down the road, hopefully sooner rather than later.
3: Where's
1: Jeffrey? I think he's still getting pants on.
2: Why would he need to wear pants?
1: That's what I'm trying to figure out.
2: One of our You're one welcome. of our survivor speakers will come in to do the Skype wearing her sweatpants and then like a fancy top and all her makeup done because she knows she doesn't <laughs> needs to be fancy from the waist up. She's That's a really smart, smart lady.
3: That's <laughs> smart. Somebody then, he had a uh, job interview. He was interviewing someone and he wore a suit, but just like
1: sweatpants. <laughs> <laughs> same, same deal. Um, they just had another confirmed case in Glen Mills at the Costco. Somebody tested positive for COVID-19 over there.
3: Oh, cool. So that's what do dope. At, what do you mean at the Costco?
1: Like, they, like somebody, an, an employee. Uh, yeah.
2: This is that's something good. that is going to sound really scary, but actually might be a smart thing to do that I've heard from older gay people I know who survived the HIV pandemic, which is that it's not a bad idea if you're worried about, like, if you think you might become symptomatic or you think there's a chance to keep a journal of everywhere you go for the 14 days you're watching yourself Uh, because then there's a trail that you can give medical professionals about who you've interacted with and where hopefully it's minimal if you're social distancing, but um, it's not a bad like resource to have because if you're stressed (laughs) and freaking out and panicking, you're not necessarily going to remember, but if you've written it all down every day, uh, then you'll be able to tell the, medical personnel or anyone who needs to know where you've been and who you've interacted with
1: that's i can't believe this is like our reality right now like i i can't believe that this is a real thing you know like that's i think that's what i'm struggling with is that like this is an actual i don't know i i i'm I'm having trouble coming up with the words for it
3: well in 2009 we had a during the swine flu, and he saw a bunch of this shit happen, so he made a group of people that uh, would anticipate this shit and know how to react to it appropriately, not just in our country, but in surrounding countries and neighboring countries and just the world in general. And then we had a fucking asshole come along and say, you're not doing anything. Get the fuck out of here. I don't like the guy that hired you. He's an asshole. Any manager who worked at, like, GameStop or any store like that who just fired somebody because they were hired by somebody that they didn't like, also an asshole same mindset
1: do you know that do you remember when the swine flu thing happened we were living on campus at westchester okay. actually I, I remember this happening and they told us that if we didn't have the um not the nasal spray if we didn't get this vaccine we weren't allowed yeah. to stay on, on campus housing anymore do you remember we had like okay. we all like went out there's a huge fucking line over at the Sturzbecker gym we all had to go get shots or nasal sprays and then we were fine but no big deal yeah. This could have been totally avoided. Totally fucking avoided. Or at least in some part, like, way easier handled than what we have now.
3: Only if our president didn't go to <laughs> the ball started.
1: My children are ready to rip each other's faces off on the sofa because they're fighting over the iPads now, so you may hear some screaming. Hello, I mean, Jeffrey. There. That's cool. Hello there. Hey, Jeff. Well, can't hear you, Jeff. What did I do? Hello? <laughs> there, there you are. There you are.
7: Right Hello Hello, there.
1: there you are. Look <laughs> at I'm your grizzly fucking
7: beard, dude. Well, I have nothing to shave for because there's no hockey.
1: Death.
4: that's what you have to shave for, Jeff. <laughs> Jeff.
1: Please make dude. sure I look good in my caskets, guys. I'm Please, I don't bad. want I don't want neck fat popping out all over the place when you guys are burying yeah. me. All right. I don't.
7: Wait here. Let me take my headphones off. Nope, nothing to shave is
2: for. Anyone Just else is-
7: all this because I'm no honest. hockey. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, this is that so. scraggly shit don't go uh you see me on a daily basis you think i'm pretty
2: anyone else's hands look like the crypt keeper from all the hand washing i'm yeah. moisturizing as much as possible but like
1: <laughs> my hands are cracked really my, my knuckles are just so dry and i look like i'm mummified that's. My hands I, like. I,
2: I, I, I was washing my hands this morning and my knuckles were so red. I'm like, oh, my God, it looks like I punched a dude in the face. I'm like, <laughs> I <at> my knuckles.
1: <laughs> You're supposed to be social distancing, Ruth. How is social distancing going for everybody, by the way? Are we all having fun yet? Uh... <laughs> no. I'm going to I've been training for this moment my entire life. You know, it's funny. I saw something the other day about that, and they were talking about how, like, oh, you know, everybody's freaking out about social distancing. I was like, I used to spend days, days in my my room, in my parents' house, in the basement, just playing with my toys or watching TV or, like, just doing nothing, not interacting with another fucking soul for days at a time. I can do this. I am ready for this. I'm here for this right now. I've, I've, I've never felt prepared.
3: Save my life, that's what. Video games are gonna so, save my life physically.
2: <laughs> the bigger thing <laughs> I was thinking games. with like you in particular, Adam, is that it's the social distancing is gonna be hard on you because not because you're alone, but because the schools are closed and your children are just always there.
1: <laughs> they are here in full effect right now. Right now they're all Sophie's dancing to uh, Olaf's Frozen Adventures. It's our sixteenth viewing in the past seven days. And, and, you're and the not boys the camera to see this. Well, I can't move the computer. I wish I could, but... Well, you can move your um, child. Hold on, let me see. I'll record it for you guys. Um, but she... So the boys are fighting over the iPad right now, and see what happens is I record her, and then she stops dancing. So um, the kids, the boys are fighting over the They've actually been really good. Courtney's found a lot of stuff to do with them over the past, like, week or so. Um, they're definitely out of school at least through next week and probably the following week, too, but I don't know. What's that?
3: There's a gremlin to your... Oh, You're
1: right. so can you say hi to everybody oh. No, Okay. You're going to be a shut here. This thing is dying. <laughs> this thing is dying, baby. We got to get new. We got to charge it. Watch Olaf and Frozen. So I had a
7: very interesting conversation last night when my mother-in-law called to check and see how I was doing. And I was just like, well, you know, as, as well as I can be. And Then got yelled at that I didn't have my mother-in-law on speakerphone because Jane was there. It's like, why are you you talking to my mom? So I can't talk to my mom. And in my head, I'm like, (laughs) you two are going to fight over politics. And (laughs) it's friendly. And what do you think happened? They immediately started fighting over politics. And I'm just like, you're all being dumb. But more importantly, Dolly, this entire situation has been bungled from day one. The shits from day one. And and she's like, well, you know, now that we're in the hindsight of it, I'm like, we're not in the hindsight of it. We're living through it, and hindsight won't be till this is over. And I swear to God, you're blaming Trump, and everyone voted for him. And I'm coming for you, so I'm gonna have beat up knuckles like Ruth does.
1: <laughs> Ruth's got Mike Tyson hands.
3: It's uh... actually there, there was uh, there's one guy on the pipeline who I was talking to, who wears a Trump hat all the fucking time. He's another inspector. This old dude. And uh, he's like, oh, you know, I'm confident if I get it, it's not going to be that bad. Guess who has it? (laughs) He does. Yep.
1: Good. Do you know know what one thing that pisses me off more than anything is all these fucking people who are like, oh, it's just like the flu. Is it? Is it just like the flu, though? Is it? You're a fucking idiot. It's not just like the flu. It's way worse way objectively way worse
2: way worse i mean he couldn't get tested but my buddy who lives in iowa who i think i've talked about the podcast before he's convinced that he and his wife had it um because they definitely interacted with someone who eventually tested positive um and he said that it was the most sick he's ever felt in his life
4: wow
2: neither of them had to go to the hospital but he said it was like they had the worst flu he'd ever experienced and the dude's, like, 45 years old. Jesus
1: Christ.
3: Yeah. He just went through the flu. The flu, was, it was already reported earlier, way earlier in, like, late 2019. The flu this year was going to be really bad, so it may have actually just been the flu, and the flu that I just went through was really fucking bad. But However, though, blood. yeah, it, it, the away. thing
2: that's bugging him is he's never going to know. Like, they couldn't get uh, tested, so he's never going to know.
7: Well, right.
3: I I wouldn't take that chance of finding out right now. He won't (laughs) know, but in the future, your body will have pathogens and the correct amount of immune cells in the right kinds that if he did have the COVID-19, it would have combated it. And so in the future, we can find out who had it. Mm. It evolves again. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So that's another thing. But right now, no, he will not know if he had it or not. And uh, yeah, yeah,
2: so. yeah. They're just they're they're just uh, quarantining just the two of them in their house for the next 14 days, just in case, though, because yeah, you know, what if it was that? So
3: yeah, uh, I already told my work that I'm staying home next week because I had the flu. So my immune system is kind of fucked right now, and my mom and my brother, their immune system sucked, So.
1: Yeah, you're better off staying where you're at. Staying just where you are, buddy. This is weird. Can I say how how nice it is to see all of you, but also how weird this is? Like how... this, Greg, you're just so goddamn beautiful.
7: Is it because you know I'm not wearing pants?
1: Greg, I want to touch you, but I can't touch you. Can you just pretend that I'm gently caressing your face, Gregory? Yes. Oh, yeah. This is going to be great for the Instagram. Oh, Um, God. Jeff, did you put pants on? Why did you put pants on? I didn't put pants
7: on because I'm at no, home and good. I don't need to. What's
1: All the right, point? Uh, yeah, you're in fucking quarantine,
7: bro. Exactly. More clothes means that more virus can attach to it. If anything, I should be butt-ass naked.
2: Right. Every every single meme that's been like what I thought my apocalypse outfit would be and it's something from Blade Runner or Mad Max or something. And then the other picture is what it actually is and it's someone just in their pajamas is the yeah. best. I laugh at every single one of them. It's, <laughs> it's pretty, pretty
1: great. I want to let you know too, Courtney is at the, actually she was at Aldi a couple minutes ago and she officially found for the first time in weeks, toilet paper. So we finally have toilet paper here again. We don't have to use coffee filters anymore for the kids and us. It's really quite an exciting time uh, Wait, you to be alive.
3: coffee filters?
1: Now, do you think we... Come on. We had three rolls of toilet paper we've been rationing for two weeks. <laughs> oh. Oh, well. I mean, that's that's, that's good bad. at least for yeah. rationing. Yeah. Courtney's like, um, I don't know. I forgot. I don't know why I didn't grab toilet paper. And I'm like, well, just, we fucking need it. Like, just want to it's gone down,
3: Adam, you do have a large leaf plant right behind you. Just saying.
1: You know what? I didn't think about that. That might... That might work, actually. <laughs> Listen, this
7: whole situation. That's good, Greg. You're good. You're good, Greg. Hey, that's
3: what I do. You're All good. right, I'm, I'm going to
7: break out the conspiracy theory. This entire situation oh. with, I think oh. that the COVID-19 virus was manufactured by the bidet industry <laughs> <laughs> because they realized that sales were going down and they couldn't get into the American market. So what better way than to create a global
4: paper
7: buy a bunch of paper, and then the only option is bidets, plants, and coffee filters?
1: You know, I'm kind of glad you broke up through that whole thing on our end, because now I didn't have to hear that goddamn ridiculous conspiracy theory about toilet paper and bidets. Oh, no,
3: you, you understood what it was. You don't – Jeff broke up, but <laughs> no, you know what it meant.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. The not. reason somebody that, is still there. The, the reason, reason
3: they broke up is
7: because the bidet industry is monitoring this call, <laughs> and they don't want us to talk
1: about bidet, it. The bidet, the industry of Finland is monitoring this call, sir. They're watching. They're watching day day.
2: <laughs> I keep so swinging. F- I keep swinging wildly between like making jokes like that and then crying in the shower. Like there's no emotional in between. <laughs> Just,
1: that right? just <laughs> laughing at them. just tears, just heavy tears, just flowing. Yeah. What's the first thing each of you are going to do when you get out of your quarantine and we get back to real life? Let's start with Greg. Ruth?
2: Oh, man, I didn't even think about this. So many like, options. Public
3: toilet, I mean. Oh,
2: that's a good one. I'm going to go to the movies. I'm going to go see something at the movie theater. There the grossest place I could think of. <laughs> <laughs>
7: Um, don't, don't do that. I, don't I mean, I I will watch hockey because hockey will be back on. But my other, like, I'm not gonna do anything special because, again, introvert. So I'm I'm in my moment. But uh, I guess the other thing that I might do is go to Dim Sum Garden because they were closed, yes.
1: uh, and I do love dim sum. For me, probably. Probably just high five somebody. I'll still wash my hands afterwards, but I like I miss the high like high fiving, fist bumping. Um I I wanna I wanna high five somebody.
2: I'm not even kidding. I think we're all gonna have weird trauma from this about touching other people and being in public because I was trying to read a short story. A couple of days ago, and there was a scene where someone—literally, the two characters were just like getting coffee at a coffee shop, and it was pretty crowded. And I was like, "What are you doing? <laughs> you get out of there! Social distancing." I, Even
3: I last went
1: night, for on... a walk, go ahead.
3: I went for a walk for the first time on Thursday, in like a week, and this dude ran past me with his dog, and I instantly like jumped to my left. I'm like, what are you doing, dude?" <laughs> like, no.
1: I was watching uh SmackDown just now a couple minutes ago and Roman Reigns and Goldberg were doing their contract signing and they're like in each other's faces like this and I'm like, hey guys, guys, come on. Social distancing, come on. You got a cancer patient and a guy who's the champion. Come on, let's let's stop doing this. Yeah. Stop it. No, stop it. No, no, no,
3: no, no.
1: Especially nope. the cancer nope.
3: patients. Seriously. Roman Reigns, yeah, he's if fucking, I were him, I would le- be like, all right guys, I'm, I'm taking a break for a week.
1: He's a he's fucking recovering from leukemia. Are you kidding me? Why do
3: we even have him out here? Yeah. So technically <sighs> not even in remission yet. It's just gone. No,
1: he's in in remission, yeah.
3: It's officially in Okay. I thought remission happened after like a a year or so. You can still be
2: immunocompromised for a little bit after remission. Okay, Because of the, not because of the cancer necessarily, but because of whatever they did to treat it.
7: Right, Ah. right. If I've learned anything from television, in order to help your immune system, when you are in remission, you need to make and sell methamphetamine in large amounts. (laughs)
1: that's really what's well here's the other thing i am very excited to see the changes that come in this country after this because clearly our healthcare system just is the drizzling shits uh the way the economy is set up is fucking terrible um i'm curious as to what kind of meaningful change is going to come after this do do any of the either or i should say do the three of you believe that that's going to happen or do you think it's just going to be one big clusterfuck like it's always been I think we're going
7: to see some significant change. Uh, The direction it takes is going to be really interesting. Uh, It could get a lot fucking worse, or it could get significantly better. But I do think that this is an exercise for us to take a look at the healthcare industry and the way that everything has transpired, especially with the situation of not having testing for so long and still not having sufficient testing and individuals who are going to lose their jobs who are going to lose their health care benefits, an issue of nationalized healthcare is going to come up. And I swear to God that if Trump uses any sort of nationalized healthcare platform, I'm
1: just going to go to every single debate and yell socialist. You have to, you have to, because now they, everybody wants to shit on, on Bernie Sanders. And now it's like, they're, they're implementing everything that he wants. We're so there'll
2: be a flag around and shit. Except in a really <laughs> fucked up dumb way where they're probably, even if they give everybody a thousand dollars, which is not enough, Uh, They're probably going to demand 30 percent of it back in taxes next year. So everybody save some of that um, because they hate poor people. You know, you see that the Republican plan also (laughs) wanted to give less money to people who weren't making enough to be taxed a certain amount. It's like, yeah, let's give less money to poor people right now. That's a good idea. Fucking vultures.
1: It's ridiculous. This—it just—it—it it feels like it's a competition of who can be more aggressively evil to the to people who are hurting right now, and I think that's the biggest issue that I have with this entire thing, and maybe with the Republican Party in general, except for you know, like the racism and you know, abject homophobia and all the other stuff they do. But um, I'm just—I. This is the shits, guys and gals. This is uh, this is way worse than I ever thought it was going to be, and I think. Uh, The other thing I heard that's going to happen um, through the grapevine is that there may be some kind of national lockdown coming as of tomorrow, like for 14 days.
2: I don't think that's true, because that's a huge Internet rumor that seems to constantly crop up and then get debunked. And I'm also not sure that, frankly, the current federal administration has the stones to do something like that. And I think if they were going to mobilize to enforce it, we would have seen that already.
7: Yeah, my, fr- uh, my friend who works in the Pennsylvania National Guard uh, has told me that his unit has not been mobilized yet. Uh, that there is no talks of it happening. However, us Philadelphia folks should know that the Philadelphia National Guard has started That's to be true. mobilized. So I think that in the city, we're probably going to see like an actual – like lock Full in scale. quarantine.
2: Well, man. you guys are gonna get shelter in place, probably, which is what New York is under, which is not a bad idea necessarily. It's gonna stop the you know, the people who are currently being dumb are gonna have a lot harder time being stupid and like going out to right. parties. Right. So my sister's living mean in I New York hang and out in my backyard. Yeah, you're fine. You're fine in okay. your backyard. My sister's under shelter in place in New York, and she'll still go on a walk in her neighborhood. Like, they're not being – they're not being um, – frankly, don't have the manpower to be, like, going after everybody about it. It's more right, like right. don't have big gatherings. They'll break those up, that sort of thing. And there might be uh, – I think there's – I think in, in California and parts of New York City, there's, like, don't be out after 8 or before 5. Um, but again, like – the they don't necessarily have the manpower to enforce it on everyone all the time everywhere like don't be paranoid like that be smart and yeah you can like go on a walk that they're not going to stop you from going on a walk in your neighborhood particularly right. if you're not interacting with other people
1: right
7: well if they stop yeah. me from it then i'm technically interacting <laughs> with other people and then they're breaking the
1: law i feel like it i feel like it's more likely to happen in pennsylvania that they'll lock the state down than they will the federal government what's the matter, yeah.
2: Everything that's happening and actually getting implemented is not coming to the federal government. It's coming to the governors. So I would, if anyone's concerned about like what the government's going to do, don't look to the better. Fed- the feds aren't doing fucking anything. Look to what your governor yeah. is doing.
7: Oh God, Sophie
1: looks so cute right now, Adam. Sophie, Sophie. do you want to say hi? No, she's looking a to shut. Maybe a shut. <clears throat> yep. Yeah. Yeah. So we should probably do this maybe every week. Um, now that like nobody really has anything going on, our schedules are all pretty free. Do you guys want to do like a you guys and gals, or do you want to do a, uh, a like a weekly check-in? Doesn't have to be doesn't have to be long. It could be like thirty minutes. Just to put something together and put out. I mean, even about- even not for putting something out. You guys want to play Dragons? <laughs> we could play Dungeons and Dragons.
2: I'm gonna I'm gonna try a video version. I'm gonna try a video version. We're gonna see how it goes.
1: We could try <laughs> we that, that next week if you want. Run.
2: We're doing a test run with another group, so that
1: could that could be Dungeons and Dragons too, the quarantine <laughs> edition.
7: Yeah, I mm-hmm. mean, I, even I, if we don't I, do the the show, I think we should at least try to check in every once in a while because yeah. like it's yeah, gonna yeah. be tough. Yeah, yeah I mean yeah, even, if took, of,
1: even if we took even we the audio and, and, and just put it yeah. up.
2: Yeah. Well another another group of friends of mine just have set um, a daily six thirty pm yeah, call. Please. Anyone who can make it just joins and check in on each other's mental health kind of situation. it's not a bad idea to just keep calling people and seeing how everyone is
1: yeah that's probably we could do that yeah we could just check in and i guess i i not seeing on saturdays now because that's like my routine but i'm just i'm feeling like i know i know the lockdown is coming and i know that like i'm still going to work um the cough is not as bad as i thought it was going to be um, I was worried yesterday because my chest was really tight, like when I would cough. But um, I'm actually not to be gross, but I'm bringing things up now, so it's definitely not a dry cough, which is a good thing. Yes, um, bring so that. Um, I've never, I've never been I, happier to have bronchitis in my entire life. But now I'm like, well, do I stay home because I'm sick? Like, am I now yeah. compromised? You know what I mean? Like, what, what's the, what's the? My the
2: seasonal allergies are tur- My seasonal allergies are turning me into a hypochondriac.
1: Yeah, yeah, me too. It's like so bad.
2: It's so I, bad. I went like to, to the Latin. PR for
1: my flu,
3: and my the nurse practitioner called me, so excited. It's just like, Greg, you tested positive for the flu. Aren't you so happy? I was like, yes, thank you. I'm gonna go die <laughs> That's now. That's
1: amazing. <laughs> so, I am so happy. The the flu, night, you guys.
7: Uh, last night, Jane wanted to do a bonfire in the backyard, and it's fine, and she is kind of half good at it, and I'm like, oh my god, this fire is dying, so I use my, my fire skills, and Jane just kind of walks off for like a good couple minutes, and she was talking to the neighbors, I expressed her my, uh, my anger towards this situation, I'm like, social distancing, what the fuck are you doing, and... <laughs> Um, Because this fire was just like slowly but surely dying, I inhaled like a bunch of smoke and spent like 20 minutes in the bathroom puking because I could barely breathe. And she's like, oh, my God, are you okay?" I'm like, well, yeah, I'll be okay, But next time, you know, don't walk away from the fire. So when I need a break from blowing on it, you can blow on it. And yeah and then through through the entire rest of the night it's like I, like everything was just congested and smelled like the house was on fire and at one point i was like did i burn any hair no we're good um, it, it was and then i woke up this morning to my office because jane went on a skype call with her college friends and it was just like 10 empty beer bottles here at my front desk for <laughs> i'm like oh boy
1: well let's let's do this I'm next thinking, week why don't we why don't we try why don't we try Dungeons and Dragons with beer? Are you guys willing to drink some beer early in the morning? Um,
2: I might not participate in the beer, but I would play D&D. <laughs> the
1: Dungeons and ham. When I went
2: to... So I, I, when I... I'm at my mom's now because she's very anxious about health stuff and wanted to yeah. make sure the family is safe. And I was like, well, I can go and like make her feel better. And I think that's helping. And anyway... The whole thing. But uh I, I went back to my apartment once to rescue some stuff. And uh my most important thing I rescued is all my D and D stuff. <laughs> so
1: <laughs> that's the way to do it. That's awesome. Greg, are you sure you're all right, man? What's going on here?
4: Oh Bro,
7: no. his headphone oh. broke. So I have a question for you, Adam. What's up?
1: How's how's the quarantine booty going? <laughs> How's the quarantine booty? It's as good as it always is, my friend. Uh, oh. It's uh, it's excellent, yeah. Well, I mean, it's, it's like two or three times a week as it is, so it's totally fine. Everything is good here. All is well, Jeffrey. How about you?
7: Well, I mean, <laughs> there's a longer explanation of like, it just, everything <laughs> happens and like, I don't get to enjoy the quarantine booty because at first it's like, uh, all right, Jane's not going to listen to the podcast anyway, so she got a UTI that I totally <laughs> gave her, and uh, <laughs> um, and and Ruth actually put a lot of perspective into this and had me laugh Ruth's my ass off. Right <laughs> <Ruth's>, <laughs> you know, no, it's, it's
2: because yeah. I I'm a little bit to blame for how he phrased that because I showed him the song. Did anyone else? Did anyone watch the show? The crazy crazy ex girlfriend. Rachel no. Bloom uh, it's a musical comedy it's actually very don't let the title make you think it's like something it's not it's a very interesting show written by a woman about like mental health and everything but anyway, so the title's tongue-in-cheek but there's a song in that show called I Gave You a UTI which her lover sings to her and it's just google it it's quite funny And the minute Jeff was like telling me this story, I was like, you just you need to stop telling me the story and listen to the song right now.
7: (laughs) (laughs) So and the same day when Jane was going through like a whole bunch of like, oh, my God, everything hurts and this sucks. And then I'm like, "Okay, I can't hold it in anymore and showed her the video. She's like, I fucking hate you. But that's amazing. (laughs) And then, uh, you know, shortly after that, it's like around that time of the month where, you know. Let's just say Aunt Irma's visiting. And I mean, (laughs) I I feel for her because she's gone through a whole bunch of pain, and there's nothing that I can do to help. And at the same time, the part that I am helping out with is that she has someone to be angry at. So.
1: That's a really important part to play, too, Jeffrey.
7: Yeah. But also, have (laughs) you guys don't know. It is not pleasant at all. Next time you see me, you're just going to see, like, a black...
1: Oh, my God. Poor Jeff. Does she body slam you? No. she I She's look-
7: more of, like, a kickboxer, so she'll, like, kick I- me in the jaw.
1: Mm-hmm. Got you. Got you. Well, at least, does she at least put, like, socks on so she doesn't leave too bad of a bruise? No. I mean, she'll... She'll keep her socks
7: off so I get the extra stinky feet, like, and the toe goes in the nose. Bam. But, you know, the the situation, I I feel bad because it's just between her being a super social person and losing out on work with Quizzo, she's now in quarantine, still with a UTI, and incredible menstrual pain, and it's also her birthday. And I'm like, oh, fuck, this sucks. Oh, man, that's uh, Every
2: time Facebook has been telling me it's someone's birthday for like the past week I've just thought, "Oh no, I'm so sorry."
1: Yeah. I'm <laughs> so sorry. Happy early birthday, Bay. I'll send you some nudes yeah, to get yeah. you through it. Speaking of yeah. speaking of nudes, yeah, have on a, you uh, one roll of toilet paper, please? <laughs> oh my god, I feel so taxed from the, right now from the, all this. I feel so drained. I feel so deflated. But I guess that's the point of doing this is to not feel that way. So
2: trying trying to to check in. (laughs)
7: It really is. And expressing this to the listeners, call your friends and your family, even if it's just like once in a blue moon. Because it sucks being lonely out there. Think about all the people that aren't used to social distancing, like my wife. Think about them and their need to have to be around people. Just reach out. Start a Skype party. Do your online D&D. It'll be fun. Who keeps messaging me? That's what I want to know.
2: It's me. <laughs> <Probably> it's me. <laughs> I was saying happy birthday to your wife in our group text.
7: Oh, well, that's good.
1: Oh, yeah, tell, also, uh, tell I'm, we'll I'm going to give so. her D&D
2: okay. some birthday presents, too. Well,
1: I guess let's, uh, let's check in with each other again uh, next week. I'm going to put this up. This will probably... We'll get. I'm going to get out the rest of these uh, recording clips up, and I'll put this at the end of the show and go from there. I will say I have had a lot of time with the social distancing, um,
7: especially during the fact that I am taking an actual lunch break, which has been fantastic. Cool. Um, I have perfected <laughs> my scrambled egg game. It is like risen to a whole new level. It's Ooh, been amazing. I'll send,
3: you, I'll send you a video for omelets next, Jeff.
7: Well, I, I, I've been digging the scrambled egg stuff because I've gotten it to a point where I'm just spreading it in on toast like butter. It's a meal, no, yeah. Oh, oh, Greg yes. has a point. Take Greg's
2: omelet like, recipe.
3: Like Gordon Ramsay? Yeah, Gordon yeah. Ramsay. Oh, that's, that's, that's good stuff. But, There's but, another I chef that's a great way to, how to make an omelet. It's
2: yeah, take Greg's omelet. Because if you can perfect an omelet, that's like that's top-notch. That's top-notch stuff.
3: I just had a wonderful Parmesan-crusted omelet uh,
1: Mushroom omelet, and it was Ooh. Oof, the best. incredibly erect Correct. right now. Yeah, Greg, yeah. keep talking. I'm almost there. Um, yep. I usually – I'll make three scrambled eggs with bacon, and, and I'll cut an avocado up with some hot sauce. And I've been – I found a way to make my eggs, like, sort of runny in a way. Like, they're cooked, but, like, they're kind of, like – I don't like this word, but, like, creamy. Fuck, they're so good. They're so good because I don't have to go to work till 10 o'clock now, so I have time to, like, not rush through everything, you know? Do things in the equipment. Mm, yeah, I, so good. So, good. I got. I gotta effort. get
2: going because I promised some people I'd go on a walk at eleven. Get out. Oh of yeah, that's
1: fine. We can. Any other final thoughts before uh, before we wrap up here? Uh, keep
2: stay safe, everybody.
1: Lots of food. Wash your damn hands, dirty bastard.
3: Six feet away from me, please. Yeah. Six feet away. Everyone, get a six-foot we'll ca- stick and start poking people if they're too close.
1: Yep. Stay, stay home. For Christ's sake, stay home. Please just wash your hands and uh, we will catch up with you again next week uh, right here on the Quarantine edition of Foundation Radio.
2: <laughs> Go Quarantine! Yay! Quarantine! One,
1: quarantine yes. on three. One, Quar- two, three. Quar- quarantine! quarantine! <laughs> we'll, have, we'll practice. We'll work Wait, on that next we- week. Bono! Can we change-, we change your name to Quarantine? Quarantine? team. That's what I yeah. was saying. Yeah. No, so secret- okay. yeah. Wow. you for breaking up. <laughs> <laughs> all, all right. Stay safe, everybody. I'll see you bye. later.
2: Care, bye, everybody. Bye, y'all.
5: Sunshine. I'd really like to tell you all oh my sunshine even Your skies are blue, you're drying up my bed, how can I get any rest now, Sha la 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 -la. someday get the best of me, oh, someday, probably when I'm old and gray, I'm lying in my bed, and I will soon be put to rest now, sha-la-la-la-la-la-la-la. Sunshine, even though your skies are blue, you're drying up my bed. How can I get any rest now? Sha la 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 la. -la -la. And someday you will get the best of me, oh. Someday, probably when I'm old and gray. I'm lying in my bed And I will soon be put to rest now I'm lying in my bed And I will soon be put to rest now Ooh Ooh ooh. I'm lying in my bed And I will soon be put to rest now Ooh, Ooh Ooh la 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 la
0: Foundation Radio is recorded and produced by Adam Barnard and Sam Krebs. Our intro and outro is produced by Dumb Ugly. Special thanks to Greg Mead, Joe Keen, Jeff Quinn, and Dr. Ruth Almey. Leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Follow us on Instagram at foundation underscore radio. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash foundationradiopod. This has been a Foundation Radio production.